Oh, this is George Harrison. And you've got it dialed into The Biscuit Boys on Kaku 88.5. Biscuits and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people. Nazi whale margarine pirates. So far, I've had seven McRibs. Balabak. Pol Pot Pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. <laughs> like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Biscuitiers, you got it dialed on in. KAKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. In the studio today, we have the one, the only, my cohort, my co host, my co something, Vincent Archangel Gravy. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Chuck. Are you feeling perhaps good on a Wednesday? I'm feeling very good for a Wednesday. I'm feeling spanktacular-tastic on a Wednesday. It feels so good to be back here in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. Does. We had to do a whole year in the Biscuit Bunker, and we got drunker in the bunker. We did. But today we got a sobering show, Vincent Fody. Sobering or so boring? Oh, well, it depends on our <laughs> guests. But more about that later. Coming up on the show, we got Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buff. That's where I prove that I know nothing about sports, but I'm the smartest buffalo in the room. That's true. We got spoiler alert. We're going to ruin John Wick for Were you. Were you expecting me to play the buffalo? I now? was. There you go. Wait, you saw John Wick? I didn't, but we have a special little something-something today, bro. Are you ready? Is is Keanu Reeves going to be joining us? Yeah. Would that be great? We have the next best thing, okay? <laughs> Tony Tutokes is going to tell us about how John Wick ends. We have the third best thing. <laughs> What's we that? Ha- we got a celebrity guest on the show, man. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. Who's is that, that just going to be me and you talking about cooking and comedy? Well, why don't you introduce our guest? Biscuiteers, gravy gals, biscuit boys. We're very excited to have on the Biscuits and Gravy Show today. Comedian extraordinaire Meredith. Aloha. Pew, 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 pew. Yay. It's me. Love gravy. I do love gravy. That's your intro. She does love gravy. She's so excited about gravy, and we're so excited to have her. You've been doing a lot of comedy on island, but you're leaving us. True. Tomorrow. Again? Again. Again. Leaving tomorrow again. My third farewell from Maui so far. You're like the Kiss Tour. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. I just keep coming back. I'm like really depressed. I keep, but I love I keep you. leaving, and people keep getting like really upset. And then I come back, and they're like, "Wait a second, I all of that gone. If you leave and come back like six or seven more times, you'll be catching up to Chino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've had so many farewell tours for Chino, and yeah, so many like farewell shows. Like this is really the last time. You guys. Ah, I'm doing it. One, ah, all right, one more encore. You know who else is doing a farewell tour? No Effects. Really? Yeah. You know, uh, No Effects decided that they're going to do their last tour, and then they're going to hang it up for a while. For a while. I. They said that this is going to be the last tour, but I have a feeling like I mean they've been playing for forty years. If you told they've been, me they stopped playing, playing four years ago, they've I would been have playing you. punk rock for forty years. So, I mean, at a certain point, you're not really cut out for anything else, right? I don't know. I it was mean, like Michael Jordan more... when he stopped playing basketball. Yeah, what else? And it was like, do? what are you going to do? Sit around and not play basketball? Some mm-hmm. people aren't cut out to mm-hmm. do anything else. Wasn't know. he also a really good baseball player and golfer? <laughs> he was. A I mean, baseball player. Better, Michael Jordan is also mean, from North Carolina and so a close personal friend. Oh, friend, yeah. Friend of the show. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah he is a friend of the show. Shout out to Michael Jordan, number 23. Go Tar Heels. Not Go Michael Tar B. Heels. Jordan. I, I like Michael B. Jordan more. Yeah. <laughs> he, Michael B. Jordan was on The Wire. Mm. So I'm a big fan of him. And he also was in Creed, which was shot in my hometown of Philadelphia. Oh yeah, I um I recently So there you go. You're Michael Jordan, I'm Michael B. Jordan. I recently bought a bike and I named my bike Adonis Creed, aka Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. B. Jordan? BKA Don. Okay. Wow. I like it. Did you buy it like right before you moved? No, I bought the bike here. And I'm taking it back with me. I'm taking Don back with me. You're taking the bike back to North Carolina. Can't you just North leave Carolina? it at the Humane Society like everyone else? <laughs> <laughs> No, no. I'm if you leave it outside of your house, home. a homeless person will steal it. That's what happened yeah. to my bike. Well, I've been keeping him in the garage. Oh, okay. Oh, he's an inside bike. Right next to Them. my actual fiance. You, did you just assume the gender of your bike? 
Yeah, no, he's a male bike. Oh, okay. Watch your back. That's, how, they, because, that's how he identifies? Because riding him is the closest I will ever come to riding Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's good. Bikel B. Jordan. Bikel you know what's B. good about Jordan. bikes that humans don't have? You can change the seats on them. Yeah, no, that's true. That'd be nice. Um, I thought about actually people. adding a dildo for like a Mac from It's Always Sunny situation. Right. Um, but That's also like a burn after reading. Oh, and uh, the the it episode of South Park where Mr. Mr. Garrison makes that the thing that he drives around oh, it's faster than the the airlines and the, the seat uh, is just a dildo that goes in and out of his butt. I'm mm, just science. <laughs> we are an educational show here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, and I'm having every single fun moment this morning. Uh, why don't we do some housekeeping since we're still at the top of the show? We want to thank Venture Physical Therapy. For being one of the sponsors of the show, we legally can't say that they're the best physical therapy place on island, but if we could, we would. But we can't, but you so we can won't. say that you can't legally say that they're the best. We yes. can say that we oh, can't legally a say loophole. that. Yeah, uh-huh. that's the loophole. Stephen Colbert like, taught me that. It's opposite day. <laughs> uh, also, Gilligan's. Uh, do there's you want an, a sound effect board? There's an open mic night that we do at Gilligan's every Tuesday <laughs> night. Chuck, were you at open mic that night? I was. Last night? Were you there? I was not. Meredith, were you there? <laughs> no. Oh, I crushed it. Yeah. You should have seen me last night. I was so good. <laughs> oh, wait, really? Oh, I crushed it. Yeah, that's so the running good. the running gag is if nobody saw your set, you always just say that you did really great. Oh, oh. crushed it. Oh, you weren't there? Oh, I had like the best that. set. Oh. I got a standing ovation. No, I was actually I didn't go to Gilligan's last night because I was sort of scarred. The last time I went to Gilligan's, one of the comics there said I looked like Skrillex after their transition. <laughs> oh, and that who would have possibly me, said that? That cut, that? Me, that cut me so deeply. I actually don't know if I can ever go back. Oh wow. I'm sure, yeah, that, I'm sure that that comedian, comedian was just saying that in jest. And actually, they said the they said intention. there's no way I would ever say that to Meredith's face, so no one tell her that I said that. <laughs> but then still said it. Yeah, I guess so, you would have done that well in the roast. I they saw you so, in the back. Yeah, I was so hurt that I don't know can I ever go back. Mm. But well, luckily, I'm leaving Island, so I don't have to ask myself that question every Tuesday. But you but are coming just, back though. Yeah. So it's going to be an ongoing yeah, struggle. Back. I'm strong enough. Uh, so like eight thirty to ten ish, something like that is usually when the uh, the open mic goes on at Gilligan's. Tickle Me Tuesday. That's Gilligan's in historic Kihei Town. There's also a <laughs> there's also a, an open mic at the Empanada Lady. Oh yeah, in Wailuku. She's That's, almost an Empanada woman. What day is that? Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. And then Kava Bar is no more. Oh, no more Kava Bar. Yeah. Okay. Well, then our housekeeping just got a little shorter. Yeah. Isn't that nice. <laughs> no more. <laughs> no more Kava Bar comedy. I, was even Angie wasn't showing up to that. Uh, pretty much. <laughs> She's like, Chuck, do you want to run an open mic at the Kava Bar? And like, you're like, sure, what time are you going to be there? Well, about that. Well, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, we want to give a shout-out to a friend of the show, Rhonda Hansen, for winning the roast battle. Oh, who does, she gets to open up for somebody. Then, so yeah? that means she gets to open up for Kevin Nealon. So Kevin Nealon is coming June 18th. It's a Sunday. He's going to be playing at the Playground. I really liked him on Weeds and SNL. And, yeah. you know, the 50 things he did in the 30 years in between that. Grandma's Boy. Yeah! Yeah. Yeah, Grandma's boy, he's good in that uh-huh. and other things. Kevin Nealon, he's he's super funny. He's tall. I, he's good as a character actor. He's lanky. That's June eighteenth, as I said. Whoa! And then also, and Rhonda Hanson's going to be opening up for him. Don't answer uh, the phone. Okay. Do you want? Well, are you sure? <laughs> what? What? You sure we don't want to answer it? Yeah, don't answer. The All phone. right. Uh, we also want to mention that June nineteenth and twentieth, Ali Wong is playing, so she's going to be at the Mac. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, Ali Wong fan. Oh, huge Ali Wong fan. And I just want to say, circling back, I was so happy, even though I couldn't be a part of the roast battle, to see two of the women in comedy on Maui duking it out for the top spot. That was huge for me. Loved that it came down to two women in the end. It's too bad that we didn't settle it by gravy wrestling. Ah, I know. It would have been the best. Which we do have on the show sometimes. There's actually gravy wrestling right now. Oh, is there gravy wrestling uh-huh. going on? Excellent. Well, thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU, 88.5, The Voice of Maui. The Biscuits and Gravy Show is underwritten in part by lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Robert Redfur's Redfur's. For the best Redfur trees, they're the natural choice. Today's show is also brought to us by Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings, the best way to cure a Hulk-sized appetite. Today's show is underwritten in part by Christopher Walken's Running Shoes. If you're going to run, start with Walken. Why don't you read that one oh, of our sponsors there? Yes, of course. One of our sponsors who we can't forget. Beyonce's homemade preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't That's think you're true. ready for this jelly. 
So I'm looking forward to all the comedy that uh, will be coming up on Island in the near future. There's so much June's, comedy. June's going to be a very busy month, mm-hmm. and I'm excited because I'm always off on Sundays, and so I'm going to get to finally go to like a, a comedy, comedy show. show and go see Rhonda Hanson open up for Kevin Neal, and that'll be fun. I feel like they We're should... We're not answering the phone. I feel... <laughs> I'm not having a stroke. Alright, so somebody is trying to call us and we just wanna we just wanna say the reason that we're not answering the phone is because KKU, they have yet to fix their phone line and so like when people call we can't hear them and it sounds all choppy and broken up. Are you fixed it? Alright, we'll give it a shot. Answer the phone. Alright. Caller number five, you're live. Hey boys, it's your favorite Brendan. Boys, can you hear me now? We can hear you, okay. We can hear you somewhat. Okay, okay. I got some big news. Big news. Are you Ready calling from inside a coffin? <laughs> are you did, are you already dead and buried? Have Is, have you died and you're calling us from the afterlife? It's the CIA. They're messing with my phone line. Oh, oh that's course. why it always sounds like that cuz the CIA has your phone line tapped. I thought it was the FBI that was out to get you, but it's the CIA. <laughs> okay. okay, cool. Well, you know how the the CIA and the FBI are always trying to take down our civil rights leaders. Yes. Well. <laughs> so I have- this is what's happened. What I learned. Me and my friend Alex, we figured something big out. Oh, your friend Alex is that uh- Alex Jones? Really good guy. Ah, he's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> also, a fellow member of the bankruptcy club. <laughs> You can you can read all about that in your autobiography. It's right in chapter eleven. Look, boys, this is what's going on. Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats—they created a time machine. They went back in time, changed the laws so that I would break them. Can you believe it? I oh, can't. Uh, sort of like a, a Mandela effect. Yeah, something like that, boys. Because I would never break the laws of this great nation, the United States. Of I America. thought, as a Republican, if the president broke the laws, he can't break the laws. It's the president does it. If the president does it, it's, does not, it, it's not illegal. Yeah. Unless Nancy Pelosi goes back in time and makes it illegal. If Nancy Pelosi goes back in time, she should get the younger version of herself. I feel like it probably was a Mandela effect because, as we know, you yourself, Trump, have compared yourself to Nelson Mandela because of how you've been put on trial as a civil rights leader. And you have been persecuted and, God willing, you will also go to jail (laughs) like Nelson Mandela did. We can't hear you either, Trump. We love you, but we're hanging out. He's traveling through a wormhole right now, going back and forth through time. I want some wormwood. That's a good absence, right? (laughs) All right, have a good day, Trump. All right, we'll we'll see you next week. Tony, you made the lines worse. How is there not a drink called the Stormy Daniels yet? There is. There is? It's a dark and stormy with a shot of Jack Daniels. Oh, all right. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, it's you know what a dark and stormy is? like the, the rum meredith are drink? you familiar um isn't that rum and ginger ale like a moscow mule is gonna be vodka and ginger beer and then the dark and stormy is ginger beer and dark rum okay yeah so it's pretty it's, close it's very ale, so it's very similar to beer. to a moscow mule so then if you do a dark and stormy and then you add a shot of jack daniels in it you got a stormy daniels oh okay i get it it's a delicious pun I want it right now. Let's, can we just stop the show and start drinking? I would definitely drink a Stormy Daniels. Tony, can we drink on the, the air? All right. Sweet. <laughs> okay. Tony Meredith, is completely given up. If you can just <laughs> punch through the wall that's Hang Loose Lounge, get us a couple shots of Fireball, oh. we'll be good to go. Yeah. Oh. Usually we're not. Oh, you know what? Hang Loose Lounge is on the other side. We should just knock down this wall and, yeah, and just start broadcast broadcasting live. from the Hang Loose Lounge. All right. <laughs> you don't even need to take out the whole wall. You could just put in like a dog door. Yeah. I mean, it, there's already a hole in the wall where that thing is covering. Oh, yeah. That could just be it, just right? Have them or you pass, just kind of like, reach in. It could forth. be like an envelope door, right? Where you, you like open it up and put the money in and you close it and you open it up again and there's booze. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a little glory hole for booze. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's like way better. At Gilligan's, they have a glory hole, but it's a consent glory hole. So you have both sides have to like swing the little door open. I always thought that was a joke and there is an actual very functional glory hole. But in it's that too bathroom. it's too low to the ground though. I mean for so you. So it's not, not for as Chuck. yeah, yeah for Chuck it's perfect height. <laughs> yeah. I think Brian had you in mind when he was making that. Who doesn't? All right, let's do a little more housekeeping. We should talk about the fact that if you want to listen to our past episodes, you can listen to us on Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon Music, Stitcher, if that's still a thing. Per- pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Truth Social. Just look up Biscuits and Gravy 808. We are not. We are no longer live streaming on Truth Social. Or Facebook. Who needs that, Zuckerberg? <laughs> so we we implore you to listen to all of our past episodes yes. there, commercial free. We employ you. You can also... Uh, no, we don't employ you because you're not getting paid to listen to our show. No. You should pay us. That's right. And so if you want to do that, go to patreon.com. Just look us up, Biscuits and Gravy 808. We, we only have, have one, one biscuit here. It's called The Biscuitier. There you go. <laughs> um, that's a that's like a dollar a month or something like yeah, that. Doug. Give us some money. Yeah. You can also listen to all of our past episodes if you go to biscuitwars.com. You can listen to us on 88.5 KKU the Voice of Gravy. You can watch us live on Channel 55. Wave to the nice people at home hey, everybody. everybody. Hey, we're live on TV Ooh, right now. Yeah. Can't believe they let Chuck on live TV. You're in you're in the hotel and you, this is what you turn it on to. It's great. <laughs> <There's> people... <laughs> he said you're in yeah, yeah, dude. Urine Hotel is uh, the place where Trump. Chuck stays at. And the, <laughs> and uh, there's also a KKU has a streaming app called uh Don't Maui cross the stream, called Maui Stream. And so if you download that, you can watch us live every week. And you know how much Vince loves getting new apps for everything all the time. Yes. Mm. I definitely I'm sure our audience members love that when you do something and you can't just go to a website or talk to a person, you have to Get an app. You have to download an app to yeah. buy tickets to go to La Sagrada Familia yeah. in Barcelona, and they don't have free Wi-Fi, so I'm standing on the corner in Barcelona downloading an app using my data. But that more... personally gives me a huge amount of anxiety. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Get unencumbered with Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Uh, yes, today's show is also brought to us by Tom Hanks Lamb Shanks. They're in a league of their own. For a limited time, catch them if you can. They're big. They're big. That's my favorite thing about Tom Hanks Lamb Shanks is that they're, they're big. big. <laughs> now, Chuck, I got a question for you. What, Vincent Foti? What's your favorite Marvin Gaye song? Hmm. My favorite Marvin Gaye song is probably What's Going On? What's Going On? So, for what's going on, should we talk about the Dalai Lama? Now that we have some 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 high end people in the in the studio, I today, do yoga. That's right. You're you're almost connected, right? <laughs> so the video of the Dalai Lama is like a couple months old, right? It's, and it's just surfacing now. Is it? I think it's. Did older. it really? I don't know. So we were talking about this the other day. Nothing, like, nothing stays hidden for very long these days. I'm sure it probably just came out, happened was recently. Going to suck the tongue of the kids. No, but he wanted the Uh-oh. kid. It was how recent was it? It was. It uh, just happened like couple, the other. A uh, couple weeks. Yeah, a couple weeks. Well, couple like, couple weeks is a long time in today's culture to keep something under wraps. I get a text alert every day. Do you know day what we're talking about, Joe Biden sticking little kids' briefly. hands. I know briefly. I know briefly. So, like, the Dalai Lama is basically a pervert, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, my theory is that to get to the top of anywhere in the universe that the literal people have created for us, you got to be a deviant of some kind, right? Hundred percent. There's no way you're getting the top of a CA, C, like CEO of any position without you know cannibalizing some people one way or the other. You have to eat children. To get to the top, you got to pay the cost to be the boss. And if yeah. you want to be and the I, leader of a religious organization, you got to do some inappropriate stuff with kids. That's just the that's the rules. I mean, that's true across every religion. When God, who right. is and also any like Hollywood God is politics. real, and when He wrote down the rules for all the various conflicting religions, which are all true. <laughs> yes, all the, of them are there's, true. There's one universal. There's one universal rule that that spans across all religions and faiths and creeds which is take advantage of the less fortunate is that you got to touch a kid you got to touch kids and so i always thought sexual abuse i always thought that the dalai lama was the exception to the rule but then we found out so what there was a video that surfaced at least did a llamas and so he kid he he was meeting with this kid yeah Mm. i thought he would have sex with like a llama yeah a child llama that's how do you get up to the mountains if you're not banging some llamas yeah I don't think that's even the right continent. Look, 
What continent are llamas on? Are um, they exclusively South America? South America? I don't llamas? know about exclusively. Do I think that's alpacas. Alpaca, okay. Well, llamas and alpacas that's... a lot of times overlap. That's a Venn diagram. That's pretty much a circle. Okay. Oh, really? All right. But llama, there are llamas in like, you know. There's llamas on the mainland. Salt I mean, like from? there's llamas. It, llamas aren't like, they have a lot of habitat Nepal? that they can thrive. Okay, yeah. yeah Tibet. That's right. Tibet. Because the Nepal. Dalai Lama is Tibetan, Himalayan. right? Himalayan. Tibet, yeah. Tibetan, yeah, Tibetan, Tarabithia. Right. He's from uh, Tarabithia. The bridge to Tarabithia. <laughs> Dalai Lama is you, to get to him. You have to cross the bridge to Tarabithia. Yeah, the bridge then, over the river Kwai. And you, to you ride a llama over the bridge, and, and then, then you, that's you bang the llama, and then you have to eat your love child. All right. So what? in the video, he's hanging out with this little kid, and this little kid as you him. do when you're 89 years old. And then, uh, then he kissed the little kid on the lips, and everybody was like, "Aha!" And then he stuck out his tongue and was like, and suck my tongue. And the kid was like, <laughs> Okay. You see the reaction from the kid? The kid was like, wait, what? He was like very confused as to whether or not he was supposed to do it. And then like he like leans in and then the video cuts off. So we don't know what happened. Oh, wow. It's like the end of Inception. Has anybody seen the, the full video? Does you know, he suck his tongue? I tried downloading it, but now I'm in the FBI's wanted list, so oh. I didn't open it up. Just know. like the guy from The Who. Now, we're all from Chuck, different- if you think you weren't already on the FBI watch list, you're naive. But- no, you want to know something funny? We have, like, uh, on Spotify, it gives us statistics of where people are listening to us from. And there's a bunch. We have a bunch of listens from right outside of Washington, D.C. So we know that the FBI is we don't it's, it's in a spot. We have a, a ton of listens from a spot that we don't. Chuck and I don't personally know anybody that lives there. Nobody. So it's not like one of our fans. Like, why that, are people in Arlington and Langley? Actually yeah, it's not like one us. of our friends. Arlington's where the cemetery is. Maybe people are listening to us from beyond the grave. Ooh, that show because the show's killing it. Yeah. So we're all we're all different people from there. And when, for those of you listening at home in your car, crocheting in your bathtub, or sucking your grandparents' tongue, part or, of the way you were raised. If you're listening to us uh, from a, from a, inside an FBI van, getting ready to kill a civil rights leader, yes, give us a call. We want to hear from you. Sorry. I will say that the phone line this week sounded marginally better than last week. It also depends who calls. Because if it's it's like Trump always is bad trouble with it, but the day we were talking about what dinosaurs who wanted to bang the most, and we actually got we had calls in from people driving by at Costco. That's crystal that clear. That sounded pretty clear. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a distance thing. Let's get back to sucking tongues here, okay? All right, is it appropriate? Now, some people were like, maybe there's some sort of like cultural thing where like in no. Tibet, no, <laughs> Meredith is, is shutting that down. Yeah, zero. So. Yeah, like a lot of people That's tried how you to get Himalayan salt. We tried to. I tried to Google and be like, in Tibet, do like Buddhists suck each other's tongues? Is that a thing? Turns out, nope. That's just a a weird thing that nobody does except pedophiles. Now, apparently. here's well, maybe it was like passing the torch kind of thing. I don't know. No, he's also old. Like, he just... so you're saying like. That that's how you become the next Dalai Lama is yeah. the, is like he tongue kisses his soul into you and mm-hmm. then you become divinely ordained. What's that movie where the Santa like, Claus okay. where you have to kill the Dalai Lama and then you become <laughs> the Dalai Lama? <laughs> it's like Highlander, but you have to like tongue kiss the Dalai Lama I mean, and then his energy Santa goes Claus. into he you. He falls off his roof. He only, kills Santa Claus. Only. <laughs> Only Tim Allen would make a children's movie where you kill Santa Claus. Yeah. It wasn't even snow on the roof. It was all the cocaine he was going to get arrested for. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, Tim Allen. All right. So here's my thing. Today's show is brought to us by Tim Allen's Wrenches. Great for turning state's evidence. So there are weirdo cultural things, though, right? So remember John Kerry, who ran for president, but then didn't win because he went John Kerry, he was the kiteboarding guy, right? Kiteboarding guy, yeah. He probably won Hawaii. And his uh, his <laughs> wife, I think, is like the like heir to the Heinz ketchup throne or something. He comes John from, Kerry. Yeah, I think he was the ketchup boy. Yeah, which he should have been like John Curry, right? But anyway, he wrote a book about being his being in Vietnam, and they had to re-release the book when he was running for president because in it he talked about an experience that he had in Vietnam so where gay. he where he was it was pretty, pretty gay. Did so, he do heroin? That's so all I know about. He was Vietnam, at was he was at a village was and. The military, when you told their military advisors, they're really people were training them to kill. Did he tongue kiss a little us. boy? Oh, it gets worse. Where's this going, Chuck? 
when people in his military group went home to their villages, the way they greeted their children was by giving them, like, they had five-year-old kids, their five-year-old sons. They were giving raspberries on their junk. That's interesting. So they had, when, they, when he ran for president, they had to re-release his book, and they cut it out of it. And I had an anthropology professor that, like, came in one day, like, storming it and brought these books in and showed us that they edited from it. And in the original book, it talked about giving raspberries and five-year-old kids junk. Interesting that your anthropology professor had all those on hand. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's more suspicious of the anthropology well, professor. Well, check this out. He, he, used to he be just happened to have, like, uh, like art, 30 copies of his... professor. Uh, <laughs> Gave you raspberries on your and junk. This is a but, defense. But he had he changed. In defense, he does give a good genital raspberry. Dude, I felt so bad for this teacher because we're taking our final, and five minutes into our final, someone raised their hand and asked what his name was. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy! So yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm not saying it's just weird. It's not a cultural thing, you know? though. I think those people are also pedophiles i think that it's a whole it's a whole town it was a whole town of pedophiles just like washington dc and in some in some cultures if uh, you want to if you want to make like a really strong point you look into the camera when you say it i keep forgetting that the camera is there which is probably a good thing for yeah. cultures no chuck nobody did that people do it no all right i'm gonna talk That's to timothy <laughs> jacobs and come in next week so are you defending the dalai lama no i don't defend any religion it's all stupid i you know, also think that in general people kissing their kids on the mouth is gross my opinion, my opinion, breastfeeding is different. That's not kissing your child on the mouth. Breastfeeding five? until... I think it's five. Sure, sure, though. sure, sure. Five, t- like ten. I don't care. I don't care. Breastfeed as long as you want to breastfeed. Chuck just stopped breastfeeding child, like last month. Yeah. I mean, kissing your from... child on the mouth, I consider to be gross. I also, now, like kissing a kid on the mouth is, I guess, slightly more culturally acceptable because some people do that. Although it it is considered weird, like in Ferris Bueller, remember in Ferris Bueller when she gets that's how it is in that family. So that's how it is in their family. So fun she fact, that like, principal you... from Ferris Bueller is a convicted sex offender. Really? Yeah. Wow. We... Absolutely shocking. Wow. Maybe it yeah. looks like uh, he, he might be the next. Florida, he could be the next Dalai Lama. And uh, hey, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> this is an, only confirming that my my opinion is that like when you have it's like a tree of those of those questions where it's like do you think this yes no like are you making over five million dollars a year so yes you're no. a, like a pedophile flowchart yes, like, all of these flowcharts if you are making enough money and have enough power that all converge in the bottom left corner pedophile mm-hmm. or a drunk driver. Oh sure, yeah. but porque no los dos. But you, hey, but right. you don't you don't get you don't get in trouble for it though. No, right. There's a lot. There's a lot of poor people who get in trouble for being pedophiles and or drunk drivers. And no one has more money than the Catholic Church, so that's why they don't get in trouble that much. Yeah. Do you know how prevalent child pornography is? Like, I have I mean, a maybe, um, I have a Google maybe alert. I don't. I have Whoa, a Google. Hey. I have a Google oh. alert for for pornography. Oh yeah, and you I gotta sh- cut that now. I, I had to specifically word it so that no child pornography news is coming in because literally, like every day, there's a news story about somebody getting busted with child pornography. Yeah, and every one of seven of those stories is a cop. <laughs> yeah, a lot. It's Again, very cop heavy. Shocking. A lot of a lot of police officers take take a lot of time off their hands. They're either beating their wives, planting drugs, sometimes disenfor- disenfranchised. Yeah, they gotta take time away from their busy job of assaulting black people mm-hmm. and killing innocent unarmed people and spend time with their hobbies like beating their wife and looking up child pornography or creating it so the boys in blue they're the the thin blue line that's defending us from Is your fiance a police officer oh no okay. oh no 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 my fiance is a black man <laughs> Who, thank goodness, is not a black police officer. No, oh, he, yeah. He works from home. He does a lot of beep, boop, meet, moop on his computer. Oh, okay. He, oh, he does if a beep, boop, meet, moop. computer meep. thing, I'm like, that's not a good way to characterize <laughs> anyone's job. No, I he mean. He does a lot does, of meat. No, no, no. I'll tell you, I can man. tell you exactly. I can tell you exactly what my fiance does. Okay. My other half, he. We know. He goes beep, boop. No, yeah. no, no. I can and tell you exactly. Moop. I can tell you exactly. Okay. And meet, Skeet, boop, up, out of time. My other half, my other half, he is at his computer, la, la, la. And then people send him an email and they say, can you. 
you set up tracking for this website? I've practiced this. I've rehearsed this many times so I can know what he does. Okay, so he sits there, da-da-da-da. Can you set up tracking for this website? And he says, did you make the website yet? And then they say, no. And he says, I can't set up tracking for a website that doesn't exist. And they say, okay, but can you set it up? And then we'll make the website later. And he says, no, I can't do something if it doesn't exist yet. And then they say, okay, sure, 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 sure. But can you just do it now? And Could then we'll make the website the later. Cool. Do you have a cake? No. Well, yeah. And he has that conversation it. like eight to ten times a day. <laughs> yeah. That's about anything. And that's about half of his meetings. I feel like he had to do a lot of coaching you. Be like... Yeah. In case you go on a radio show and they ask you what your fiance does, you have to stop here's saying what beep I do. Boop, stop, bop, stop telling them I beep boop. <laughs> That's shockingly close to the truth. All right. Now, here's a question for you. You're from North Carolina? Correct. Where's your fiance? Also from North Carolina. Ooh. Also from North Carolina? Is he in North Carolina right now? Technically, he's from Minnesota. Um, oh, Minnesota. But was raised in North Carolina since a oh. young child. Uh, that's probably for the best, knowing yeah. what we know about Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota. His uncle is one of the only black Republicans in Minnesota. Whoa. Fun fact. Wow. That's one crazy. Of... <laughs> yeah. In every the... which way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but is is he out here with you right Physically, now? Physically, yeah, he is at the house right now okay. in, in Maui. Oh, all right. eighty-eight point five. He's listening. Yeah. Right, he's been texting me. All right, yeah. he's so, actually texted me. Stop saying I beat boop me. So if yeah. Meredith did You're a good job breather. describing your occupation, then give us a call. We want to hear from you. You know what my favorite <laughs> occupation? On or email list. us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail dot com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail dot com. Biscuitsandgravy at gmail dot com was taken, but we do have the biscuits and gravy. Today's show is entered in part by James Brown Scrotal Transplant Center. James Brown Scrotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag. Hey Vince. Yeah. It's a man's world. I know. Down at James Brown Scrotal, <laughs> Scrotal Transplant, Transplant Center. Center. Uh, that's right next to Urethra Franklin's vasectomy clinic. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. We'll cut you where you touch to pee. Down Urethra at Urethra Franklin's vasectomy clinic. <laughs> <laughs> now, you are... I didn't know this was going to be a part of it. You are... <laughs> oh, can you, can you read more? I can read Dude, more. Dude, read it. Read okay. this one. Okay, read this okay, one. okay. Read that one. Let me see. This is our best sponsor. Um... Oh, I have a joke about this. Okay, this show is brought to you by Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. <laughs> yeah! And also by Manny Pacquiao's Alpacas. <laughs> Need to cross the bridge to Terabithia to go see a pedophile Dalai Lama? Manny Pacquiao's Alpacas. Yeah. Did you just make that one up off the dome? Yeah. Mm. That's, that's a callback. That's right, baby. Or as Shane would call it, a reach around. <laughs> Now, you travel back and forth between North Carolina and Maui? Yeah. Because you're a traveling nurse? Yeah. So how does how does that work? Because don't traveling nurses make, like, way more than regular nurses? Sort of, like, um, it just depends. Like, Hawaii doesn't pay that well because it's Hawaii. So, like, Maui doesn't have to offer huge high-paying contracts. Like, they're going to get travel nurses anyway. So I would say here about break-even. Is it but... because it's, like, you, like, people want to come out here? Yeah, people like, want to come out Who doesn't want to come out to Hawaii and exactly. be a nurse for a couple exactly. months? Exactly, exactly. And How long are your stints? Um, Like, 13 weeks is the typical contract, so that's about three months. Okay. My so that's, like, five a inches. baseline. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stent. That's what they put in Chuck's heart <laughs> after his fourth heart attack. He's got a stent. <laughs> yep. It's more of me to love. At least you're so, getting blood flow. So do you have to, like, compete with other people for the coveted Maui position? Or sort of. Is it a biscuit and gravy style bake-off? It is not a biscuit and gravy style bake-off. And actually now. Is there now, any gravy wrestling in the competition? There's no gravy involved at all. This is the most gravy that I've been involved in since coming to Maui the past three years. What? Yeah, it's true. Um, it doesn't come up in my job as much as you would think as a nurse. Really? Really. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have to like pump somebody's stomach because they ate too much gravy? No, usually it's too much ibuprofen. <laughs> How much now, ibuprofen is too much ibuprofen? Because it says like for twelve and older, and I'm twice—I weigh twice as much as my wife takes way too much ibuprofen. Yeah, your wife should take like the child's train. She's she's so small, and she's like, "Oh, I have a headache, so I'm gonna take like five thousand milligrams of ibuprofen." I'm like, "No, don't do that. Not drink any water. Your liver is going to explode. That might be too much ibuprofen, but (laughs) ibuprofen definitely uh, too much ibuprofen. Yeah, ibuprofen affects the stomach and the kidneys, actually not the liver. So. Oh. You're good on liver. 
Oh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. It's just stomach and kidneys you have to worry about. Well, you got two kidneys, well, right? Chuck's you do have two not... kidneys. <laughs> my liver's good, dude. My liver, like when the aliens come, they're hardest working liver. liver in the galaxy, Tylenol, baby. Tylenol's one you got to worry about with the liver. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So what is that? Acetaminophen? Yeah, acetaminophen. Uh, okay. I just don't take aspirin ever. Well, aspirin's different from all those. Or you know, I don't. Also, how about dextromorphin? Um, dextromorphin, much more fun. Um, yeah. not sure which organ filters that one out. Oh. Yeah, I, I think, think they, I think it says on there like it's really bad for your liver. So if you, first of all, guys, if you're going to robo trip by drinking a lot of Robitussin, make sure you get the one without the decongestant stuff in it. That yeah. stuff's extra bad for you. And don't yeah. do Even it in more, the hot tub. That'll, that'll destroy your liver. So you want to get just the regular Robitussin that only has the dextromorphin Or in skip it. all of those steps and just do meth. Oh no, yeah, no, it's too active though. <laughs> I can't. It watch. is pretty active. Yeah, that's Chuck has to Chuck. I can't. Chuck's. I can't burn a little enjoy ice an and plow through a couple episodes. Lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, no, gotta, that's true. I wanna, like, want something that's more of a wow, wow, wow. But I think that's yeah, how like just do some mushrooms. They're all natural. I think that's how a lot of people stay heart healthy. Is like they don't have to do the physical exercise. They just do the meth that works your heart while you sit on the couch. Is that, that sounds like a that's nightmare. Healthy for you. Um, I mean, if a nurse said it, it has to be. I true. have asthma. I heard meth started to cure asthma. Is that true? Uh, I haven't done the appropriate research to answer that. So, well, yes. no, like in the old, uh, like if you have asthma and you have one of those inhalers, it's basically a type of amphetamine that they that they put in those old steroid. I don't think it's either. I think it's just. Al- I think it's albuterol. just air. I don't I know. Maybe I'll like hit type of and it's all fake. Oh, so you're saying it's like psychosomatic? Having asthma is psychosomatic. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, you heard it here first. That's <laughs> you just believe in yourself. You, you can open up those airways. <laughs> you had air inside of you all along, Chuck. What? The air was inside of you. I feel like there's a brick in my chest because there's an actual <laughs> brick on your chest. Um, so we do have some stuff to talk about as far as biscuits and or gravy. Oh, we got to do a show, Vincent so, so I would like to ask you, since you're from the Carolinas, you're from North Carolina, I think we're, uh, our old station manager, we, whose please, name we're yeah, not allowed to perfect. say on the air, sure. he was from South Carolina? No, he's from North Carolina. Oh, he was also from North Carolina. He was Now, he was a big fan of like sawmill gravy and like white gravy. So when you think about gravy, are you picturing like a brown gravy or like a white gravy, chunky gravy? I you, When I picture biscuits and gravy, I picture like a sausage gravy. When I picture gravy in general, it's not always associated with biscuits. Mm. A lot of times it's associated with turkey because that's what right. we did it up big for Thanksgiving. But like specifically biscuits and gravy, I see in my mind a cast iron pan. We've just made sausage. The pan is all greasy and there's like little pieces of sausage and grease in the cast iron pan. And the reason you make the gravy is to clean your pan. So like that's what I picture when I picture gravy oh as like God, serving a lot Sounds of delicious. different serving a lot of different like purposes to like clean the pan. It's hard to dispose of oil. It's hard to like you don't want those. those <laughs> so you're saying instead of disposing of the oil, just incorporate it into your food and then consume it. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. don't want it to clog up your pipes. Exactly. You want it to clog up your arteries. No, that's a misnomer, Vincent Fodi. Fat oils are good for you. If you eat salad. Without fat oils, your body doesn't Did you ever see Lorenzo's oil? The nutrients. Lorenzo's oil if is you've not ever about seen, that you, type of oil. If you've ever seen Lorenzo's oil, you know that drinking oil cures ALS. No, that's... <laughs> no! I'm pretty sure... Would Nick Nolte lie to me? Yes! No! It's actually one of I our don't even PSAs know. is Nick Nolte. It's <laughs> bad for you. I don't even know Nick Nolte, and I know he would lie to you. Okay. <laughs> He does have that kind of face. 48 well, hours you is only 90 minutes long, Vincent His Fody. hair is too stringy. To you be... have the kind of face that says, hey, Nick Nolte, lie, lie to me. Lie to me, Nick Nolte. He's Nick Nolte, those... call me. He's got those lie to me <laughs> <Okay>. eyes. <laughs> All right, we do have to do a quick uh, morning one. Let's do an actual commercial break. Because let's do it after this. All right, I love it. We just got to mourn the loss of... Sometimes we talk about just porn stars in general, but That's this is a... Morningwood. This is a true Morningwood because this this week we lost a true porn star legend. Uh, very divisive. Uh, and also, <laughs> the article that I... Divisive? That, Wasn't he like an, a, a raper? <laughs> the, the article that I read described him as reviled. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'd say so. so. When you're in your in your obituary, I don't think reviled is a good word to have thrown in there. But his, take note, guys. He was re- reviled porn star uh, Max Hardcore, who uh, was also formerly convicted of distributing obscene material in Florida uh, and spent 46 months in prison in 2008. He just passed away. He died of cancer at the age of 66. His real name was Paul Little, which is a terrible porn star name. I mean, I think it's like kind of funny. You're like, who's talking Paul Little? Maybe it's more relatable. Well, I mean, it's like if your name in real life is Paul Little, then you definitely have to change your name to become a porn star. Because, Paul Biggs. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's like ironic. Like you're called Paul Little, but so. you're actually really big. But he was a hardcore guy, so he's probably just slightly above average. He was known for pushing the boundaries of what is considered appropriate. Yeah, um, like James and Dean. And it seems kind of. like he, pushing he, it far, far over the edge. He did a lot of abuse stuff, uh, a lot of um, like sticking his finger down women's throats and making them throw up and stuff like that, and making them dress up like little girls. So he's not a hero, <laughs> but he and so is that I dead. Say, rest in pieces. Rest and in peace. Almost dropped an f bomb. Usually, <laughs> we, usually when porn stars die, it's like they're being overdosed to cover up like a crime or something. I'm surprised he didn't die of an opioid overdose. That's I how most porn stars go out. Cancer though, taken too late. Yeah. Wait, yeah. he died of, according to this, Havana syndrome. What? <laughs> All right, let's take a quick commercial break. When All we right. come back, we're gonna do Gluttony Club. We got to talk a lot about Cadbury eggs. And then we got a lot to talk about for spoiler alert and Chuck Stuff, the knowledge buffalo, after these messages. All right, and we're back, Biscuiteers. Welcome back. Uh, For Gluttony Club, uh, this actually spills into biscuits and or gravy news. Mm, I love it. It spills over, baby. Chuck, at your house house the other day, you had a, a full pot of little tiny meatballs. I did. Uh, and where are you getting those little meatballs from? My secret's going to take it to the, the, <laughs> okay. the grave to me. Um, because you usually do them in a marinara sauce. But when I think of like the little meatballs, I usually think of the Swedish meatballs. Yes. Right? Which because like a gr- like a the Swedes, they like those little, small, mm-hmm. more efficient meatballs. Yeah. Whereas it, I would, yeah, efficient. Yeah, definitely. They like them because they're more efficient. Now, I like the mini meatballs because we were doing sliders with them. But if I'm making meatballs at home, I like them a little bit big. But I don't like ultra-large meatballs. I like meatballs of all shapes and sizes. Um, But we have a a meatball aficionado on here. I love – What size balls do you like? Yeah. uh, So I think I agree with Vince more that I I love meatballs of all shapes and sizes. I'll sometimes make very large meatballs intending to only have one or two of them. But what I've recently been obsessed with is the meatballs that are, like, wrapped up in the dumplings at 7-Eleven. They're, they're like the little pork hash meatballs, but it's yeah. like a meatball wrapped in a dumpling paper. And they are so good, and I have eaten so many of them. And what I've been trying to investigate is how I can get my hands on these meatball dumplings to serve at my wedding. So Just I, have 7-Eleven cater your wedding. The 7-Eleven in Hawaii is locally run. So they're buying them from a distributor. So I bet yeah. you if you were to talk to like a food distributor, you can yeah. get them and find out where to get them in the main Yeah, room. I've looked up like Cisco Foods. So far, all I've gotten What is... kind of sauce would you put on that? No, no need sauce. Uh, I so... disagree. I'm not going to your wedding, but I do disagree with what you're doing with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, Please the... feel free to comment. Everyone else has. The sauce has Everyone else has worse. commented on every other decision Dude, I've they made make about this, our wedding. This, it's like <laughs> soy sauce and a little bit of mustard or something that goes with they it. They make it. Oh, like they a make hot it. mustard but show you? But it's so good. The problem is I'm eating these dumplings as I'm walking down the street. I don't have the amount of – I don't have hands for like hold the sauce, dip, eat. Like I don't dip these any, dumplings aren't making you, it past the sidewalk. You eat the meatball the and you crush it up until it's like small and then you drink some of the juice and you swish it around. And then you slowly eat it and like suck it down. That's how you do. That's how you do it. Now, Don't depending you want on that on your wedding day, depending on what kind of sauce you're thinking about putting on your meatballs. Now, you can get like regular brown gravy packets. I know we don't <gasps> we don't condone. <gasps> I know you're not a fan of I like packeted gravy. I just kind of chill. Uh, and there's also canned marinara sauce, which offends me as an Italian. But usually, you can get some sort of like pre-made gravy. Uh, but if you're making Swedish meatballs. They don't really have that, right? Ikea but does make it, though. Ikea does make it, but you'll be happy to learn that Aldi, they're starting to carry 
pre-packaged Swedish meatball gravy. So if you want to make Swedish meatballs at home, you now have the ability to get the Swedish meatball gravy as well pre-packaged. Now, why don't they do meatballs now, I thought with it was like Alfredo? The, the color of the packet is like blue and gold and white. So I thought it was like Ikea colors, but then I just realized that that's just the color, color of the Swedish Sweden, flag. Yeah. <laughs> All Swedens are blue, gold, and white. I, I did mention we were going to talk about Cadbury eggs a little bit. Cadbury eggs, very popular around Easter time. Uh, my sister told me that Thank there's, you for agreeing. there's okay. a legend that there's a Cadbury egg McFlurry that's only available in the UK around Easter time. I tried to find it when we were in London. I could not find it at any of the McDonald's. I did check around, could not find any of them. Um, but McDonald's isn't the only place that's getting in on the Cadbury egg. Turns out that right around Easter, Subway, this is true, Subway in the UK was giving out Cadbury toasted Cadbury egg sandwiches. So it was a toasted Subway roll with melted Cadbury eggs on there. And they weren't selling them. They were giving it, giving them away for free. I'm sorry. And you didn't read the word reviled in that article? <laughs> There's, the word reviled was not there. That sounds gross. And I thought On it was an April. What kind of bread? I, like Just like a regular Subway roll. Oh, you mean which, t- which type of roll? Yeah. I think it was just a wheat roll, like a regular wheat roll. And then they would put, this, they would put the Cadbury eggs on there and like crush them and then toast it together. So I mean, it was like, like melted. Like if you didn't even ask for it, like if I just show up and I'm like, hey, I'd like to get the cold cuts with pickles. And they'd be like, no, you get Cadbury egg nope. bread instead. Happy Easter. <laughs> he is risen. You know, he it's risen. cheaper to order the sandwich of the day than it is to order a veggie sandwich at Subway, which is outrageous. I can be honest. I don't eat at Subway that often to have any fun facts like that. I was just like, do, do, do I have to eat the toasted Cadbury egg you have bread? To I, you pay for it. I think that they couldn't get away with charging anything for that. But it's weird that they were like, you know what? We're just going to make these, and if anybody wants them, have at it, baby. Well, somebody – it used to be the Shamrock Shake for St. Patty's Day, and then this year Jack in the Box got in on it, and they have a mint shake. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not a Shamrock Shake, though. Isn't Shamrock Shake like a trademarked? Yeah, but it's similar. They're like, yeah. They're – it's called like the so you're saying maybe bot. Quiznos in the UK will yeah. start making or UKFC or as so, the KFC in the UK they do a lot of wild stuff. Yeah, they do, baby. Especially around the holiday times, they, they make this stuffed awesome, crust of chicken nuggets. Why don't we? Get they make that? this gravy burger they that a has hot dog a pizza. hash brown. They ha- they have a hash brown that has like a pool in it, and then they pour gravy like into the hash baby. brown reservoir, mm-hmm. and then they p- put it on a burger. It's unbelievable. That's amazing. Science. Yeah, we should have went to the UKFC when we were in London we, as a pilgrimage. We did have the Doritos hamburger from Burger King. <laughs> that was terrible. I mean, uh, <laughs> but they do a lot of they get up to a lot of wild stuff with the Cadbury egg in London because it's uh, Cadbury is based out of London. So you don't say. So they've done wow. they've done some weird stuff like they've done a spaghetti and meatballs with Cadbury eggs on top. Uh, they've also done no, like a they've, they've done a coconut that. rice curry with Cadbury eggs melted into it. Like, <laughs> I think it's one of those things where it's like, well, you know, you're in Cadbury, so let's put Cadbury eggs on everything. I've never puked before on the it's show. Like in Hawaii, where <laughs> they just put spam on everything. I would eat spam on any Subway sandwich, though. That's different than Cadbury eggs. Yeah. You're going for a whole different flavor palette when you're, like, talking chocolate I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that they that <laughs> they go buck wild with Cadbury I eggs. I heard Vince was a Cadbury London. egg stan. I'm a mm-hmm. Cadbury egg apologist. <laughs> my, my take on it is don't eat spaghetti and meatballs with Cadbury eggs on top. Well, now I have to. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah? Maybe we'll do that for the Patreon. And, get, and I just want to say, Subway, if your slogan is have it your way, you don't get to choose what you hand me when I order my sandwich. Like, here you hey, go. Throw well, this you away. know what? It, it was free, so. Mm. I mean, I think they were still selling the regular sandwiches, they, <laughs> but they were also like, how about this? And everybody was like, please, no. No, no oh, thank you. Know you. What? All right, I we got to jump in a spoiler Burger and do Chuck stuff. It your way, not I'm going to pull up a picture of I it. I think it's Eat Fresh. Yeah, it is Eat Fresh. Which it oh, looks like. That's, why did you show me that? <laughs> it looks Bro, like diarrhea on a roll. Disgusting. Here, I'll show you a picture of it. I don't know. Have you ever had like toast with Nutella on it for breakfast? Yeah, but that's okay. So, I mean, like, like toasted bread with chocolate isn't necessarily 
disgusting, right? But Cadbury eggs. But also, Cadbury egg. Oh, I don't know. Guys, look up the picture of the Cadbury egg Subway ask sandwich. Adult it's permission. Not, it, it's not. It's confirmed not an April Fool's joke. Like, they did a, cad, a Cadbury egg that had gravy inside of it. That turned out to be an April Fool's joke. I was, was very mean. upset. It was mean. Because... A Cadbury egg with a, with gravy Chocolate inside of it. Chocolate and gravy go together. So I would have tried. I definitely would have tried that. Yeah, salty and sweet. You bite into a Cadbury egg and it's filled with gravy. Who's I that? wish gravy was just filled inside of everything. Well, definitely inside of you, Chuck. Mm, right. If I took a bite out of Chuck, gravy would just leak out the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just donate gravy every once in a while to KFC. <laughs> All right. So for spoiler alert, let's go. I mean, we're going to have to talk a lot about spoiler alert. we got alert. three and a half minutes, bro. We're going to have to do some extra spoiler alert next week. But we should mention that South Park Season 26 is all wrapped up, so you can check that out. Louis C.K. and Chris Rock both have new stand-up specials. Uh, The Chris Rock one, Laugh Out Loud Funny, Uh, the Mario movie came out. Anybody see the Mario movie? Oh, yes. Mm. The Mario movie was really good. Also, the D&D movie. uh, Is that good? If you're a Dungeons & Dragons fan, the D&D movie was really good. Ruin John Wick for me. Oh, yeah. Tell us about John Wick. So, I recently watched all the John Wicks and... In preparation for today. In pre- not just in preparation for today, but also, I didn't know what, like, the hype was. Everybody always says, like, the John Wick movies are so good. I, like I the can second confirm. One. Yeah, I can confirm. The John Wick movies are so good. The biggest spoiler that I have for John Wick is that you may not expect he kills everyone. He does kill John everyone. John Wick 3 in particular. Is John Wick 3 the one where he's riding the horse? Yes, that's my favorite. Favorite part. It's so what? cool. John Wick kills someone with a horse. <laughs> not while what? on and a horse. And not just what, like <laughs> several people. He kills several people with a horse. And John Wick is a huge friend of animals. And so the horse escapes unscathed. That's there amazing. you go. I mean, the whole thing starts because somebody killed his dog. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you heard it here first, folks. John Wick kills everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Today's show is underwritten in part by John Ham's Pork Products. If it's not, not ham, ham, it's not pork. All right. And uh, it's time for Chuck's Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. When Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Chee-hoo! And uh, Meredith, you can feel free to help out Chuck. If, oh, uh, with great. Any of these. I okay. doubt I will be any help, but I would love to see him fail. All right. <laughs> I love to watch Chuck fail as well. <laughs> Our first question comes from Chris in Baltimore, Maryland. Chris sent this hey, one. Hey, Chris. In. The Arc de Triomphe was built to commemorate the victories of what general? Napoleon. Napoleon is correct. Very good. Uh, Our second question comes from Chelsea in Detroit, Michigan. Chelsea sent this one in. Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix starred in what 2000 movie? What is The Gladiator? Well. What? (laughs) It's not called The Gladiator. It's called Gladiator? It's just called Gladiator. Well, the answer is The Gladiator. (laughs) No, it's not. The answer is Gladiator. Jeopardy rules. Yeah, you, what is you didn't gladiator? say. Yeah, what is Gladiator? Not the Gladiator. Stop saying gladiator? the Gladiator. What is Gladiator? It's a movie with Russell Crowe and Joaquin Phoenix. What is Gladiator? Is correct. <laughs> okay. Uh, our third question comes from Sydney in Wailuku. Sydney wants to know what NBA star, what WNBA star, was <laughs> detained in Russia on marijuana possession. And then we traded her for, like, an arms dealer or something. Russia definitely got the better side of that prisoner trade. Um, we just got a pot-smoking WNBA star. Hmm. <laughs> they got, like, an arms dealer back. Hmm. Do you remember her name? You? Go for it. Um, Brittany Grimer. Brittany <laughs> <Britney> Grimes? <laughs> Brittany Grimer. <laughs> Brittany Griner. Griner. Oh, Brittany okay. Griner is correct. Very good, and wow. t- and together you guys got three out of three. So you, I'm the smartest buffalo alive. Baby. Together you are the smartest buffalo. Buffalo. Is, That's <laughs> is right. that the plural buffalo? Buffalo. 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 We're buffalo, the buffalo. buffalo. You are the smartest buffaloes. All right, catch Meredith. She's a wonderful comedian. She's oh, yeah. amazing. And good that, luck getting married and stuff. That's gonna oh, yeah. add at least when are you getting married? Of, uh, October. Material. October what? October seventh. Ten seven twenty three. Okay. What face our is our anniversary is October tenth. Okay, that hurts me. <laughs> we got married October tenth, and so two October's days ago was month. our six month anniversary, yeah. and that also means that that's the end of our show. But at the end of biscuits and gravy, we'll catch you next week. Same biscuit place, same gravy time. Yeah. And from me to you, hello.
you have social media? Yeah, I do. Okay, where, where can people follow you? Oh, Mare Butts with a Z. M-E-R-E-B-U-T-T-Z. Mare Butts. Mare Butts. All right. Co-host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show.